0: I used to cop a lot, but never cop, don't drop yeah. Hold mics like ponytails tight and bobble ops Stop, stick around, come through a digger sound on the flop brown 6060 cycle Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, once again, 24th Podcast The best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet I'm calling an audible tonight Pause the music I said last night I said last night, you know, I was like, you know, at like Tonight we're going to ha- kind of have a weekly roundup, right? Going to kind of look at what happened in the week. And you know what? I didn't think because I didn't think there was a basketball game that was going to be you know on tonight. And then I look at my uh my TV guide and I was like, "Oh wait, there actually is. There's Bucks versus Nets." And I was like, I kind of I kind of want to watch that game. It's like I can do the weekly wound up on Sunday. And besides, it's like I'm taking a week off. As I've been saying for, I think, the last two podcasts, I've been a little bit inconsistent in saying it. I'm taking a break. I'm I'm going to Vegas. Uh, I'm taking a week off Wednesday of this coming week to Wednesday of next coming week. So I'm, I'll essentially be off for like a week. It's going to be from Wednesday to Wednesday. I'll come back. I'll tack again. I'll be back again, and we'll continue forward. Unpause my music. Name sent in so, that's kind of the scheme. That's kind of the plan million? for the next couple of days and literally for the next couple of weeks. Uh, we do have Bucks versus Nets. I did already see that James Harden did get hurt. He's okay, um, I don't know the result though. The result, the result, the result. result no. Good god. But because we're podcasting today again, we'll do all all the weekly news stuff tomorrow, and um, more on top of that. On, not more, but on top of that also i'll probably try to get it going the podcast around the time trey way is gonna play against um i don't know who he's gonna play against i think I, the 76ers there we are. i was like who, who did he play against the 76ers that went to that beat the uh, the wizards anyways Hopefully a good one. Hopefully it's a good game. Hopefully it's like the Maz versus the uh, the freaking. Oh my God, my mind, I, my mind is having so many brain farts. I'm forgetting so much. I just like in the in the freaking intro. Let's get things going. i oh, turn it up. This is like one of the best parts of the song. Hold on. Hold on. Double clutch, COs make rounds Never have Ox found on Shakedown down, wet dreams of Fox Brown On Doomsday, ever since the wound Till I'm back with my brother win. That's what my tumor say Jesus Christ Shout out to the mad villain MF Doom I'm so sad, I'm still sad And Like I was actually a big MF Doom fan Before he died, like some people are Kind of like posers and they're like I liked MF Doom but they never really repped the doom how doom ho he and preach nonviolence Shh, he bow start speech come on silence come on bro but I just got into operation doomsday I bought the record for it because there are so many restocks of MF doom um albums before the restocks happened unfortunately before he passed his music was so fucking hard to find bro like, Mad Villainy, his, like, his, his magnum opus is, like, or was, like, a stupidly hard record to find. Like, incredibly hard. And it was, like, literally around, like, a couple of weeks ago, and it's been popping off for, like, the last couple of months. But literally, it was, like, restock after restock, drop after drop after drop of, like, Mad Villainy and, like, mmm, food. It's M-M and then food. And, like, Operation Doomsday, like... All of his fucking big hits records, his big hit records were like restocking. Like, bro, like, I mean, I kid you not. Like, his records used to go for like over $100. Now they're like essentially retail price, which, like, thank God. I didn't splurge. I didn't get any, like, I didn't, I only got Operation Doomsday. I've listened to, uh, like, I, I've listened to, I have Mad Villainy. Not on vinyl, but on MP3. And I was like, I, I, I'm not that big of a fan of it. I just like doom rapping and stuff like that. And I like operation doomsday because it's a way more coherent album than mad villainy. And a lot of people are going to be like, no, it's like, yes, yes, it is. It's way more coherent. And I think the runtime is like super long too, which I kind of like, I don't like 30 minute long albums. And, I like I like songs like like Doom like Doomsday the song that we just listened to where he's just like fucking spitting out bars right it's like Eminem's Godzilla except if Godzilla was way slower and on top of that if Godzilla had also was a little bit more coherent because sometimes like Eminem is just spitting out bars and bars and bars and it's hard to understand him but freaking uh, Doomsday not Operation Doomsday that's the album but Doomsday was so fucking enjoyable to listen to. Rhymes Like Dimes, bro, is, like, my fucking, like, song of the year right now. Who got the rhymes like dimes? Something, something, something. I don't know. But it's, like, the fact that he rhymed rhymes with dimes, bars. And then it's, like, oh, my God. Like, listen to MF Doom's Rhymes Like Dimes. And it's just, like, straight up bar after bar after bar after bar after bar for, like, 2 minutes because half the song he's like rapping and then the other half he lets the instrumental play. How long is? I'll type in one time for mad villain. Mad villainy technically. How long is it? It's like 30. How long is it? <clears throat> I'm not sure. I, like, what's the runtime of it? It's 46 minutes long. It's actually kind of way longer. I don't know. Maybe I'll have to listen to it again. I haven't listened to it like from start to finish in years. But at the same token, it's like I hated. I don't. I want maybe not hate. Hates a strong word. I severely disliked the Pretty Recklesses, like, um, uh, not Death by Rock and Roll, or Growing to Hell. What was it? It was their third album. Who You're Selling For. I I like I literally had to remember the, the, the title track, the drums. In the middle of a dream, in the darkest night. Who You're Selling For Tonight, right? Awesome song by an awesome fucking band. Dude, I'm so stoked on music. I freaking, by the way, I got to plug in my computer first. I don't want to, another, I don't want to freaking unplug my computer and then freaking like be like, I got to freaking plug it back in or do some funky stuff. in like the first minute of the podcast, but it's like, uh, but it's like, you know, I've been like, I freaking, I got ever more today. I got ever more today, right? The bucks and the nets can wait. Like it's zero, zero with 40 seconds left. And they've had almost like three turnovers and 40 seconds it's it's not going very well they're heating up they're trying to get going you're you're like 24 24 can we please get to the podcast can we please get to the game it's like bro like 0 0 11 20 2 0 but like it like basketball like if you're not watching it it's hard to color and then the coach just just called a timeout. what's Steve Nash doing out there James Harden just went in the locker room what's going on why is it is this when he got the injury okay, so this is I'm guessing when James Harden just went back into the locker room. Or not went back into the locker room, excuse me, but got hurt because he just went back into the locker room. He called like literally Steve Nash I was like, Wait, why did Steve Nash just call the timeout? It's two to zero, bro. He's like, Oh, I gotta get James out of there. That's not good. Then that should still be fine. They have Kyrie and Katie and the Bucks. I'm interested, you know what I'm interested to see tonight? We'll transition back to vinyl, stuff like that. I always always have, like, one podcast. I've tried to, like, have one podcast where I'm, like, super nerdy. Super nerdy, just a little bit. This is kind of going to be that podcast. But, like, but let me focus on basketball here for a couple of minutes, and then we'll transition back to freaking talking about vinyl, and then we'll transition back to basketball. I know it's a weird transition and things of that nature, but hold on. I know it's like a weird transition and things of that nature because, like, like we're going to cast it inevitably, but it's just, I don't know. I don't want to lose my focus too much and ping pong around and have these unfinished thoughts. Hold on. Let me listen to to what Jared Greenberg is telling me. Hold on. Oh, no. okay so James Harden seems to have re-injured that same hammy his right hammy that caused him some issues at the beginning of the season so that's not that's not that's not very good anyways um I've been freaking I gotta get rid of some of these goddamn like emails I wish like GameStop not GameStop freaking like eBay would stop fucking sending me so many goddamn emails. Like I'm like, I'm trying to freaking pay attention to their goddamn emails. It's like, God, dude, like, stop, stop hitting me with all of these freaking emails. eBay, they're telling me like, they like they email me emails of like products that they're trying to push on me. And I'm like, dude, I don't need your email, bro. I don't need it. You know what I need? I need you to stop emailing. I need you to stop emailing me so much because I have to delete your emails and I don't want to delete your emails because it takes fucking time. What are you doing? Anyways, I've been super fucking stoked about freaking um Taylor Swift's album Evermore, which I didn't even get. They freaking cold shipped that bitch to me immediately, by the way. Like they just, they were like, yeah, we're not going to send you an email about it. We're not going to send you any tracking information at all. And they told me they were, but they didn't. So I just randomly got it today in the mail. It came out like 2 weeks ago, or not 2 weeks ago, but like a week ago on Friday. They were like, "Yeah, we're just going to cold sh- ship it to him, not even give me a tracking a tracking number." So it's like I it would be a nightmare to return literally. It's like I'm hope I still haven't played it yet. I've been super busy today with like watching football and watching the some of the games that the NFL network has on tonight, which is like a Cowboys versus Seattle. I just finished up watching that game. I'm still watching football, bro. I'm 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 a football. I mean, I'm getting. I do I do basketball. I do baseball. I do UFC. I do boxing. I do all that stuff. I do, but I but football's bread and butter, bro. I'm keeping up. I'm keeping up. Also, I got Module Soul as well. I saw it on Amazon. Module Soul is Nujabes's final record. Uh, I saw it on fucking Amazon, and I was like, oh my god, it's like fifty seven dollars. And it was weird. It was like at a lull, and it's like, because it always fucking sells out because everybody's trying to fucking buy one, right? Module soul model. It's not module. I always say module. It's model soul. Model soul is now like seventy dollars, and I bought it for like fifty-seven. It's an expensive like Japanese vinyl, and Japanese is always better than American, because they're. I I don't know why. I'm not a vinyl expert, but I got that. I got fucking Operation Doomsday. Who got the rhymes like the dimes? Or rhymes like dimes. And I was like, oh, this is a fucking steal. I don't think in it, like, like, right, like, by the way, some of these records are like, depending on where you go and where you buy them, it's like they can kind of be like super, 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 super expensive or like market price. Like if you try to find Operation Doomsday on freaking, what's it called? On, uh, on Amazon, it's like $70, but it's like I got it for 30 You want to know why? Because I bought it from the freaking shipper. Instead of one of the god-awful, disgusting scalpers who are freaking like, who are like literally scalping the fuck out of that product. I shit you not. I can look up like, I can look like, mod- like Model Soul goes for like 100 or something dollars or something similar to that unless people are aware of like the restocks of it freaking operation doomsday goes for a shit ton of money as well and freaking like like evermore evermore is like back ordered now like model soul excuse me like it depends on where you go when it comes to the freaking good god like one guy sold like model Soul, <clears throat> excuse me one guy sold model soul for like 120 yikes somebody selling it for 66 dollars because it's like and i was actually thinking of get, going here to get it, because I was like, what can it, you know, what can hurt? Because they're offering free shipping, but, like, Jesus Christ. Like, model, soul, depending on where you go and how you get it, it's like, it's fucking, it's fucking expensive. And then metaphorical music is expensive as well. Operation Doomsday. Evermore just came today. It's fucking back order. Did you see it? Did you see the fucking news? Bro, like, like, Evermore went gangbusters again on vinyl. Like, try and find Evermore. Everybody is fucking scalping that record now. Because everybody's like, oh, my God, I want every Taylor Swift fan wants Evermore now. And it's freaking backordered by all of the major retailers, right? So now, right, like, I mean, it's $43, bro. Depending on, like, where you get it and stuff like that. It's like $42. Some people are selling it at, like, retail price. But Jesus Christ, dude, like, freaking Evermore is just backordered and everybody's just reselling the shit out of that record, bro. It's insane. Jesus Christ. But yeah, that's like some vinyl news for you. I'm super excited. It's like before I it's it's terrible that but literally before I would go on my trip, I would order a bunch of vinyl, but you know, I mean, hey, I was watching it. I was watching. I was freaking watching the meter. I was making sure everything was copacetic. I was like, do I got is everything like like, can we pull the trigger on some of these records? It was like, yeah, yeah, all right. Anyways, enough of that nerdy stuff, because I know, like, very, very few people care about vinyl. I care about vinyl. I care about music. I care about who's got the rhymes, like dimes. But I also understand that vinyl is, like, a super, super old medium of listening to music, and nobody really understands why people like it when you can literally play music from your uh, from your phone. It's literally like I'm 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 fucking a boomer in a millennial's body, right? I wear watches. I'm like I, I listen to vinyl, you know, I read, I try, but my attention span because I'm a millennial is very very low. But it's like I do a lot of boomer stuff. I I wear watches. A watch, I don't, like I don't have a lot, and I freaking listen to vinyl and read but I'm again boomer trapped in a millennial's body. And it's like I get it. You don't care. I care. I care. And that's all that matters. Anyways. 20 to 17 is the score Milwaukee on top. Where's Giannis? He's he's off the floor right now. For some reason. I well and I and I, listen, I was I was super interested, right, when I talked about this with the last series, right? I talked about it with the Bucks versus the Heat. And I talked about this kind of as like a preamble going into this series, right? I was like, you know what? I'm super interested to see how Giannis is going to fare uh, offensively, as well as the Bucks, um, offensively with Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? Because Giannis, I was talking about how, like, essentially – the Bucks were a better offensive team when he was very rarely involved with like Drew Holiday and Forbes and PJ Tucker like all these and Corey Middleton and all these other players as well let me turn on my AC it's ridiculously hot in here so you have all these basketball players right all these perimeter guys these wing guys you have Drew Holiday that can drive kick right so how does Giannis fare into you know into that offense when he's kind of an ISO player he's also an in transition guy he doesn't really kick out that much he tries he's all right at it how does he fare he doesn't fare at all that it was a trick question ladies and gentlemen they got him off the I was about to say the field off the court super quickly and now he is riding the bench because he is not very good He's, he's just not he's not very good at um, at what they're trying to do offensively. And I mean, he's an awesome rim protector. And I, I talked about it with Trey Young and um, Damian Lillard, who one is continuing to play in the playoffs. The other one isn't right. I talked about it with those guys talked about how I was like Trey Young has a bigger impact on the game than uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Obviously, when Giannis is off the floor the Bucks run a pretty balanced offense, right? When Trey Young is off the floor, uh, especially with Bogdanovich, the Hawks frickin' crumble like a cheap tent uh, in a mighty hurricane, you know? It's not very pretty. So, in the case of like this matchup, right? Like right now, the Bucks are playing really, really good defense. It's it's again, they're leading. They're winning. 22-19 in, KD and Kyrie Irving have played for, like, the entirety of the quarter, right? They've subbed in some of their, uh, you know, some of their bench players and things of that nature onto the floor. And, you know, their bench is kind of rocking with their starters. But for the most part, it's KD, Kyrie still on the floor, and Giannis is taking a seat, you know? I don't know. I think it's interesting that, you know, they're just like, eh, well, we won't use Giannis won't use him at all, you know, for the first quarter, you know, Corey Middleton, Forbes, who else? Middleton, PJ Tucker, Drew Holiday, and like somebody else. 22-20 as KD hits a big free throw. He's going in for a second one. Giannis is still riding the bench. And again, it's like, again, like I, I gotta say this, right? Because everybody, a couple of years ago, went Gugu and Gaga for Giannis Kumpa, And I kind of want to push back on that narrative. I know we're supposed to be casting, but I also want to offer some perspective on this. Right? So, I knew when he won the MVP, I was like, wait, it's the, it's the Derek Rose thing, right? He'll, he'll never win another one ever again. Because people didn't want to vote for LeBron, and they found every single reason not to vote for LeBron. Which, to me, was ridiculous. So, in their case, or they could have even voted for Kevin Durant. I, like, he was, I mean, I mean Kevin Durant was, like, one of the best, ba- I mean, he's one of the best basketball players on the planet. I don't get it. So, they decided to vote in spite and not objectively for Giannis, right? And I was like, he's never going to win another one, and they're never going to go to the NBA championship the way that he's playing. Because, essentially, the reasons why I heard he won the MVP, I don't, I don't, I'm not in the, meeting rooms I can't fucking tell you why they voted for him but essentially it was like oh man you know Giannis is Giannis is super athletic he's super big he's he's super fast he's a he's a golden flash of the 80s and the 90s because every single old person hates the way that um, basketball players play today they hate threes they hate the perimeter game they hate that the center has essentially been oh absolutely obsolete uh they it, what what's it called not obsolescence, but it's been obl- not ob- It's been essentially obsoleted, right? It doesn't work anymore, or it's just too old that it doesn't work anymore. I was thinking of the term designed obsolescence, which is not the proper way to use, is not the correct way in this sense. It's just he like Giannis's play style is way too old for the league. Essentially, is what I'm trying to say. But people liked it because a lot of old people. Um, watch the NBA and more importantly, a lot of old people have the power to vote for whoever wants to, um, to win the, the to win the NBA. Uh, oh my God. To win the MVP, not the NBA finals. Right. Some people aren't going to like that observation, but it's a very, very accurate observation. Everybody was like, Whoo! Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! go Giannis, go Giannis. Right. And then he gets booted out in the first round. Or the second round, I can't remember. And he's about to get booted out by uh, the Nets. Again, I don't know what to tell you. I'm not that big in a Giannis Antetokounmpo. But everybody was super juiced up. Everybody was excited. Everybody was clapping it up for Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? And it was out of spite. It was Derrick Rose. It was like, there's no way Derrick should be the MVP of the league, just like with Giannis. So now you have the situation, right, where I'm watching his team play for like, a half in the first half and it's like really they may have even subbed him out a little bit sooner than that subbed him out pretty early on in the first quarter Giannis has been riding the bench and his team has been able to play a really really good defensive game while also being able to keep the lead right not to say that this is going to continue that this trend will continue but you know so far so good and Giannis is now checked in Let's see, my voice just cracked, I apologize. Let's see if they can continue forward with this lead. 24-21, Giannis cuts in. That's a nice feed by, I think, Brooke Lopez, 26-21. So far, so good. Three minutes left. Ka- I was about to say Kawhi. Kyrie with the ball. Kyrie, on the screen by KD. Now he has the up, matchup, KD. He drives. He pulls up. Misses the jumper wide open. He was guarded by Drew Holiday. No good. Giannis with the ball. Giannis wants to drive. Giannis backs down a guard. I have no idea why they set up get him against a guard. And Giannis misses the two. Brooke Lopez with two putbacks and they extend the lead to seven. 28-21. Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong. Kyrie Irving with a floater. 23-28 we'll see i don't know why they like it was weird to see like as soon as the series started i'm like yeah this isn't good because it's like literally Giannis was like matched up against a guard and i was like that is incorrect why did the nets do that blake griffin back on the court KD pumps back to blake blake winds up for a three bang and he gets one 26 28 26 28 let me take a swig Drew Holiday with the ball, 26-28, Bucks still on top. Drew Holiday isolated at the top. Drew to Brooke, Brooke, wide open three, no good. Great box out by KD. Nets with the ball, 5-5, wants to drive, 5, kicks it. Blake, again, wide open three, airballs it. Jesus Christ, he like... Wide open threes it, bangs one in, and then on the on the next three, he just, I mean, he airballs. It, it was terrible. 26-30. KD with the ball. KD. KD to Griffin. Griffin to 5-5. 5-5, trying to find the space that he wants. 5-5 finds it. Wing, or technically baseline, where he had a really, really nice two. I was like, he didn't want to take the three, and he had... He had the space if he wanted to. He's like, Let me find the two. And he did. Drew Holiday tries to feed Brooke Lopez in on the inside, and that's no good. Dead ball will occur, and the Nets will sub sub some people out. I think it's gonna be Kyrie. Thirty to twenty eight, by the way. After that, really like really nice two three maybe not two three, like four, five, six, maybe seven point run. I don't remember. Blake Griffin against Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Kumpo. great defense by Blake Griffin forcing the feed back to 24. Drew Holiday with the ball turnover by the Bucks. What did I say? What did I say? It's beginning, right? It started off with an isolated possession with Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? He's he's work, he's trying to work on Blake Griffin and Blake Griffin had a really nice defensive possession. Blake Griffin freaking in Giannis's face. Blunt just freaking not backing down, and what happens? Giannis is like, oh, wait, I got stopped. I got stopped. 28-30. KD, turnaround jumper, it's good. 30-30. And oh, would you look at that? The lead that the Bucs had built up is now shriveled up to essentially it being a tie game with them essentially almost being in in a really, really bad position. They're about to start losing this basketball game. Giannis on the logo wants to drive against Blake Griffin who's done a really really good job against Giannis this quarter Giannis drives Giannis nice deuce by Giannis 32 30 inbound to Blake with three seconds left Blake pulls up it's no good it's no good I was like it wouldn't have been good even if it was good the time on the quarter had ran out it happens it's all right it's all right. <clears throat> As I fast forward through a bajillion advertisements. All right. First quarter in the books. Pretty good job by both teams, making sure that everybody is kind of, you know, it's kind of where they need to be and need – knowing what they do and things of that nature i gotta spit out my gum i went to kroger a couple of weeks ago bought two packs of gum i got my favorite it's my favorite gum that i love to chew is i'm an orbit an orbit man i like to keep my breath minty fresh orbit helps me to do that this is not a sponsor i i should be sponsored by orbit i chew a lot of their gum I got sweet mint and I got spearmint. I love spearmint. I love the taste. I love the consistency. It's usually softer. Spearmint, not spearmint. Sweet mint is usually the like the harder chewier gum. Maybe not chewier is the proper way, but it's usually the harder gum that wears out, you know, that makes my jaw sore, you know. Chewing gum like thousands of times will do that to you. 33-32 Blake Griffin against Giannis, and Giannis has a really, really nice deuce. Orbit, come and sponsor me. I chew like a pack of your gum every like week and a half to two weeks, bro. That's a lot of gum. And James Harden is officially out because of the, uh, because of his um, his hamstring injury. 34, 33, as Giannis will shoot one here. Let me take a swig. Hold on. Giannis, Giannis, I don't like this. I didn't. I'm like I. I did not like the way that he held the ball. His elbow when he took that free throw, his elbows were like so out. It was like he was about to do the chicken dance. I was like, oh no, this isn't going to be a good free throw. Giannis with an awesome block. Giannis finds Corey Middleton in transition. Who gets the easy deuce? It was set up by Giannis. Nice block, Kyrie. Working against number five, Forbes, or some somebody, I don't know. Backing him down like he's freaking a center, and he has a nice turnaround jumper. Kyrie Irving. And he was shorter than him. Kyrie was like, I'm shorter than you, and I'll still be able to bully you. Think I won't? Watch me. Oh, my goodness. Corey Middleton gets absolutely rejected. By 33. Show the rejection. They show, they show the Giannis rejection. I don't care about this. Show the freaking 33 rejection. Show it. Show it inside NBA. They won't show it. They're cowards. It was a fantastic block though. Absolutely fantastic. Giannis wants a three. Giannis misses. Rebound. Nets. KD is off the floor. Kyrie is still on. I have no idea how they've been managing Kyrie's minutes. Number 12 inside penetration, 33 with a nice jump hook. No good, nine with the rebound. Bucks with the ball. Number five, trying to find somebody. Corey Middleton, they found the the matchup against Kyrie. Giannis will drive or they'll try and drive it to Giannis. And Giannis manhandles them and gets a really nice easy deuce. Maybe I was wrong about Giannis. 35, 38, 12 with a nice inside dribble penetration and he gets it at 33. How's that not a foul? And it is. I'm like how? I'm like somebody's got to explain that one to me. Somebody's got to explain that one to me. I'm like if you're I'm like he did not get all ball at all freaking Claxton got fouled got a hand in his freaking face and said you know what I'll do I'll still finish because I'm Claxton. I'm a strong guy. That was terrible. <laughs> Anyways, 38-37 is the score. Middleton against Kyrie again. Middleton drives. Kyrie's a step behind. Middleton with a nice, nice floater. No good. Brooke Lopez with a put-back jam. Number fifty-five with the ball now, nice floater against Brook Lopez. I like it a lot. Brooklyn going freaking blow for blow with the Bucks. No James Harden tonight. Forbes gets fouled. Apparently, I didn't. No, not Forbes. Number five Teague. Is it Matt Teague? I'm not sure. It's Teague something who just got fouled. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see him getting fouled. You know what I'm saying? I didn't see him getting fouled. I don't, I don't really know what to do about it, but apparently he did get fouled because he's shooting two. Can't really debilitate or debate that because, you know, I'm not a referee. 41-39. Bucks are still up. Nets are, Nets are, Nets are are starting to find their groove. They got to find their groove defensively. Giannis will take a seat. This is your opportunity if you're the Nets to take advantage. Or potentially to go down by more points because controversy, controversy, hot take. Think they're better at shooting the three when Giannis is off the floor. I had to walk away. I had to walk away. Also had to take a sip of my vitamin C empowered lemonade. Pink lemonade. At that because... Jesus Christ, my voice was starting to go. Corey Middleton, how do they find all of these matchups? What is up with with Brooklyn's, like, defense where it's like, again, Corey Middleton again had had freaking Kyrie. And I'm like, what is, what is, is Brooklyn doing? I don't, like, I don't, I don't get it. There's Travis Scott right there. There he is right there. What's a popular Travis Scott song? I am drawing a blank right now butterfly effect i don't know how i was about to say i don't know how it goes and then the uh, the instrumental came in murder on the beat so it's not nice and then i forgot the lyrics for this life i cannot change hidden hills deep off in the main's we dropped the top and so I, I'm I'm skipping around the song, but I as I, I was as I was like I don't know the lyrics to the song, I was like, I know the lyrics to the song. Sicko mode bounce, 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 bounce. I can't rap like Travis Scott. Dun 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 Give me the loot! I don't know. I don't know. And it's like, I know his songs, but I don't know his songs. You know what I'm saying? 44-42 is the score right now. Easy, easy. Easy money right now for Brooklyn. Kind of sucks because they were all healthy going into the playoffs, and now James Harden is kind of hurt. That kind of sucks. Ooh, I was so excited for Brooklyn Nets fans. Have the Brooklyn Nets ever won a championship? I doubt it, because I don't know of any of their (laughs) legacy players. (laughs) Hold on. Jared Greenberg is telling me something. It could be potentially about James Harden. Two quick seconds. Hold on. Hold on. Two more seconds. Uh Uh-oh. Apparently, James Harden has left the arena to get an MRI on his right hammy. That's not good. As I sit here and watch the Nets be. I, I said it before. I said, like, Giannis is a really, really good, like, rim protector and stuff like that. But, I mean, hey, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. They did have uh, – I'll, I'll say this. I'll be honest. They did have a really, really awesome offensive possession in an offensive series with him on the floor, like way better than I thought, considering, like, when they went up against the Heat, he was like – like they were like – I wouldn't say bad or terrible, but it wasn't like – it didn't look pretty, bro. But, you know, it is what it is. I was super excited for Nets fans, kind of going back to what I was talking about. Super excited because I was like, finally, they freaking, they freaking will be able to win a championship, you know? And then I was like, wait, like, KD and Kyrie, they've never been on a team together. But KD and James Harden did in OKC. Can you imagine that, right? If you're an OKC, if you're an OKC Thunder fan, right, you're, like, crying your eyes out because it's, like, first you lose all three of your Hall of Famers, right? Like, KD, Kyrie, not KD, Kyrie. KD, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook, right? Then what happens next is that you then get Chris Paul, right, who takes you to the playoffs and was the sole reason why you went to the playoffs. And then you guys, and then the freaking Oklahoma City Thunder freaking missed the playoffs this year because they didn't have any good players. And then now you're seeing like all of your star players essentially play in the playoffs James Harden, Kevin Durant, uh, uh, Russell Westbrook for like a series against the. Uh, against the um, the 76ers. And then Chris Paul as well with the Phoenix Suns. They just, you know, beat the Lakers a couple of nights ago. I don't want to talk about it. You know? It's like, and then even Paul George, right? He was in Oklahoma City for like a year. Then, they, then he was like, oh, oh my God. Blake Griffin is freaking, Blake Griffin is fighting on the floor to get this basketball like his freaking life depends on it. Is he bleeding? No, he's not. And everybody in Brooklyn is standing up because freaking Blake Griffin is about to get into fights with people trying to get the loose ball. Oh, my God. And freaking dives on the ground, sacrifices his body like he's a defensive lineman and sees a fucking fumble. Oh, my God. And everybody in the crowd is going absolutely insane. Because they're like, that's a guy who's going to sacrifice his body for a championship. Blake Griffin gets it. He's tired of fucking losing. Get in there, Blake! Get in there! Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Let me take a swig. Hmm. Everybody on the floor. Everybody is standing up because Blake Griffin freaking tried to get after the loose ball. Jumped. Frickin' jumped like a frickin' panther in the, in the frickin' jungle trying to frickin' grab a basketball. I've never seen that before. I've seen people, like, like try to get—hold on, I can't even focus without, with all the action going on on my television. I've never seen that before in my entire life, where a guy will frickin' like fully, like, jump and try to, like, dive at the ball like he was a defensive lineman. No pads as well, and all that body, all those bodies, all that traffic. Oh my God! And Jay Z and Beyonce are down there. Hey, hey TNT! Why didn't you get a shot of Jay Z and Beyonce? I'm like, I was, I was watching, I was I was like watching a guy with shades and a hat on, and I was like, that looks like Jay Z's hair. And then it's like, you know how, you know, the easiest way to determine if that's Jay Z, who's by his side? I'm like, does he got his lady by his side? Is is the queen bee at Barclay Stadium? And I'm like, yes, she is. Yes, she is. They're both masked up, but I can see, I can tell. I'm like, I can tell that's Beyonce. I can certainly tell that's Jay-Z with his hair, with his hat, with the shades. The mask, it's a little bit deceiving, but I'm like, that's Jay-Z down there. And I was like, that's Beyonce too. All right. Let me get some water or some lemonade. He got fouled a bajillion times, by the way, as well. Is it a loose ball foul, or is it a jump ball? It is a jump ball. Blake Griffin is, I mean, great, freaking Blake Griffin is pissed off. He's like, I'm and tired of losing. I want a championship. And he wins the tip off, but it doesn't matter. The Bucks recover. 44-47. Forbes pulls up. Forbes misses. Bucks. thank you. They'll take that. They get fouled. What? P.J. Tucker goes into the stands. Freaking dives in. Oh, oh, oh my goodness! He gets literally, literally jumps in the seat of some poor lady. Oh my god! And she freaking put her hand out like she was protesting to Jesus. Said, "Oh my god, please don't let this this guy freaking just hit me in my face." And he did. It's like that's that. Hey man, that's what happens when you're courtside. That's what happens. Sometimes basketball players were freaking. You know, be sat in your freaking lap, bro. Or lady. Like, that's what happens. A hand of God won't protect you. Not when freaking P.J. Tucker is trying to make sure that a rebound doesn't go out of bounds. Blake Griffin now with the ball. KD. Guarded by P.J. In front of Jay-Z, by the way. And Travis Scott. I see the jacket. It's a brown jacket that that freaking Kevin Durant has. And he operated. And he found KD. Or not KD. But Kyrie for two more. 49-44, 49-44, excuse me, make that 46-49 as the Bucks are operating. I'm like, where's Beyonce and Jay-Z? I'm like, I'm, now I know. They're like right on the Barclays center. Kyrie pulls up. Kyrie misses. 49-46, up by three. Bucks, PJ, not PJ, Corey pulls up, no good. Rebound by the, the uh, I was about to say the Mavs, the Nets. My my brain's wires are crossed and freaking, like, I am dazed and confused sometimes right now. I'm I'm not even tired and I'm way more, way more discombobulated than I was, like, literally last night at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. I, I, I don't get what's wrong with me. 51-46. Drew Holiday. They got to get Drew in. They got to get some ball movement in. Drew pulls up. No good. No, he doesn't pull up. He... He pulls he pumps like he's pulling up, but he finds Corey Middleton when they collapsed on him because they thought he was pulling up. Is this a timeout? Is this a timey? 51-48, I think it is. Is it a timeout? No, it's a dead ball, so they're gonna sub in Giannis again. Let's see if their offense. Let's see if it is as as is as advertised, excuse me. Let's see if they do. Let's see if they are better with Giannis then with that. Well, I mean we'll see. We'll see Kyrie. Kyrie with the ball. Kyrie to 12, 12 to KD, KD against PJ. Ky- K- KD pull-up jumper, bang, it's good. Standing ovation by Astro World. Does he call I mean is it I know it's I know it's a title and I know it's a title for his album but I'm like Ooh. Turnover by the Bucks number one wants a push. He wanted a man's jam, but he freaking jammed the ball into the freaking front row and he didn't get the freaking, he didn't get, he didn't, he didn't get the two. They're showing KD. Oh yeah, that's an offensive foul. I'm like they're showing KD work and stuff like that and I was like, I'm like, did he, did he get that? Is that a foul? It's like, yes, they they didn't call it on KD. I don't know why. KD talking to PJ Tucker. He's like, that wasn't a foul. PJ Tucker's like, shit, you know that was a foul. Bruce Brown, that's what his name is. That's number one who tried to have the man's jam. Bruce Brown blowing hot air into his hands. KD, PJ Tucker are still talking about it. Kevin Durant is probably telling him, I'm going to do that shit again to you because you won't be able to stop it and they won't fucking call it. 55-48. Uh, Bucks, literally exactly what I was saying, um, isn't happening. The Bucks aren't necessarily, oh no, Giannis is on the floor. Let's see what he's got. Isolated again against Blake Griffin who's done a pretty decent job against him. Blake Griffin against Giannis. It's no good for Giannis. Kevin Durant Gets a screen. Bruce Brown. Bruce Brown finds Kyrie. Kyrie to Blake. Blake to number five, five. Five, five to KD. Corner three. No good. Rebound by Blake. KD attacks the basket. No good. How's that not a foul? They didn't call it. Giannis wants to push. Somebody foul. Giannis. Giannis misses the deuce. Brooklyn with the ball. Five, five. In the Nets trying to run out the clock. Run it down. Run it down. Blake Griffin gets the ISO. Bruce Brown, for some weird reason, they trapped underneath. And Bruce Brown, when he cut, was wide open for a pass. And Blake Griffin, who's having an absolutely spectacular game, doing things offensively, finding guys defensively, putting hand clamps on freaking Giannis Antetokounmpo, and putting that Greek god down in the tortoise. the greek version of hell if you don't know the reference or technically the underworld is but it's just a place for the for just souls that didn't get going to Elysium right I don't know I'm, I'm a little bit shaky on my greek mythology here anyways as I fast forward through a, a bajillion advertisements <clears throat> more ads so many ads you wouldn't believe how many ads all right they're talking out all of their players they are telling their players hey guys listen we've gotta we gotta freaking get in there Steve Nash is talking to all of his guys saying encouraging words I would assume I would assume deuce guys. I completely forgot today was Saturday. It's like literally like I have made it my mission. Oh my God. Giannis Antetokounmpo just got blocked by by freaking Blake Griffin. Kyrie on a nice drive and he gets the deuce. 59, 48. I'm like I, I'm not about to talk about my hero academia. The action is too hot. Giannis with the ball. Giannis to Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday gets a screen. Kyrie goes underneath it. They don't swap and Drew Holiday gets a big three. Hey Shaq, that's why you don't swap. That's why you swap instead of don't swapping, you would have had the mismatch against Giannis, but at least you wouldn't have had a big three. Nets with the ball, Bruce Brown, the KD, KD finds Bruce Brown on a pick and roll. Oh my God, goaltending, 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 goaltending. And freaking Blake Griffin gets another freaking jump ball again as the buck should have been called for a goaltending. And what an absolute dominant first half by the former Clipper, former Detroit Piston, current New York. I was about to say New York net, but technically he's a Brooklyn net because somehow, someway, the Knicks claim the entire state and the entire freaking city of New York City. Um, so uh, the, the Brooklyn nets, even though Brooklyn's in New York, regardless, play Griffin against 24. Blake Griffin, making sure everybody's in the proper position. The ref is about to throw the ball. This should be a very, very easy win for Blake, and he gets it. KD with the ball. Blake sets a screen for KD. KD drives. KD rejected by Giannis. Chris to Giannis. Giannis to Drew. Drew pulls up. Drew misses. That was an easy miss. I saw it a mile away. 5-5 with the rebound. 5-5 wants to push. KD's down there. 5 5 push. 5 5 Euro steps. KD. Nope. Kyrie. Little jab step. No good. No good. Corey Middleton with the ball. Great game so far. Great game so far. Corey Middleton with the ball. Corey. Nice deuce by Corey Middleton. Corey wants a foul. He's screaming so much. Sweat and spit is flinging off of his face. KD against PJ. KD to 12, 12, finds Kyrie on the inside, cutting Kyrie with a nice reverse layup. Kyrie points to 12, who had a really, really nice feed. Drew Holiday against Kyrie. Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday, working. Drew Holiday finds P.J. Tucker, corner three. No good, rebound by the Nets. Great job by the Nets so far. Great game by the Nets so far. Blake Griffin is happening, like, again, he's doing a lot of dirty work. KD pulls up, KD misses. Blake Griffin is doing a lot of a lot of dirty work on the inside against Giannis. Giannis wants to attack Blake Griffin again. Blake Griffin all over him. All over Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis isolated him at the top of the key. Giannis pulls up for three and he gets it. As soon as I talk about how great... I mean, like still... Like, like Blake was essentially saying, hey, I'm sagging off because you don't... I, I don't think that you can hit this, Giannis. And Giannis said, I'm pulling up regardless. He hits a big three. Katie, Not Katie, Kyrie... In the corner, he gets trapped, 12, no good from three lane. Nets recover after they miss a three. 55 seconds left in the second quarter, Kyrie dancing on 24. Kyrie, Kyrie finds his way on the inside. Kyrie, Oh, Blake Griffin with an offensive rebound. What a fantastic game by Blake Griffin. Oh, my goodness. 63-56 63-56 is the score. Blake Griffin is absolutely all over the Milwaukee Bucks. Corey Middleton wants to drive. Corey Middleton loses the handle. It's out of bounds on the Nets. Corey Middleton sweat flinging off of his face. Very frustrated right now. Very frustrated. Monday, June 7th. We're watching game two. We're watching game two at 7.30. Easy money. 7.30. Giannis, Blake Griffin's going to get a a seat. Giannis against 33. Giannis, Giannis gets the easy deuce. Let me take swing. swig. Had to finish off my lemonade. KD will dribble it out against PJ Tucker. KD has the ISO that he wants. KD working now. He's working on him. KD wants to pull up. KD Get, doesn't get fouled. I was about to say he gets fouled, but P.J. PJ Tucker did a, did a great job containing Kevin Durant on that drive. Otherwise, KD would have scored. 3.3 seconds left in the second quarter. They're subbing out everybody. They should get everybody out. Get KD out. Get KD out. Why not? In the second, going into the second half. Up by five. Giannis with a nice... To Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez, no good, no good, no good. 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 It's no good. Blake, not Blake. Brooke hesitates way too much. Way too much. And by the time he freaking puts it in, he the clock's out. Everybody on the court is looking. They're looking to see if he got fouled in time or something like that. He did. He did get fouled, so I think he will be shooting, too. He got fouled by KD. It depends on how—like, he did get fouled, but I don't—but it's such a a hard call, or not a hard call, but it's not as clear-cut. It's not like a fucking layup for the refs, so they just— Oh, no, they will call it. Never mind. They'll actually do the correct thing here, and they will—oh, no, this should— this should—I'm like, this shouldn't be a shooting foul. Or not a shooting foul. This shouldn't be, like, an inbound. I'm like, this should be a shooting foul. He should get two. Okay, there we go. Finally, they do the correct thing. There we go. He did get the deuce. I didn't realize that even if you get fouled— I got a burp. Excuse me. I didn't realize that even if you did get fouled Um, at the end of the quarter— You can still put, like, you can still score at the end of the quarter, like, literally with very, very little time left. You can literally score um, as you're getting fouled, and it will still count. I didn't realize that was a rule, but I didn't realize that was a thing. All right. Anyways. Nets are fucking having a field day right now. I think it was 63-61 by halftime. It'll extend. Kevin Durant, isn't he? Kevin Durant is in double digits. Kyrie is as well. I will check in on James Harden as the game will end. I have no idea how the, how the Bucks are going to win this game. I'm not going to lie to you. Also, tomorrow, Sunday, Jake Paul versus Logan Paul. <laughs> God, how hilarious would that be? Jake Paul, damn it. I, I can't tell the one for the, from the other, bro. They're, they're literally the exact same person almost. Except one is taller and less annoying and one is shorter and more annoying. Logan Paul, anyways, um, is fighting Floyd Money. Floyd! I gotta do it like the guy. Floyd Money Mayweather. He's fighting Floyd tomorrow. I will not stay up for that fight because it's super late. I wish it was tonight like a normal fight. Instead, it's on Sunday. As if it was a fucking NFL game. And it's like Floyd's been saying that for the last couple of days, but I'm like, Floyd, it's not actually at the same time. It's on a weeknight, right? People got to go to work. The reason why you schedule those fights on a Saturday is because it goes late in the Monday. People got to go to sleep. I'm not watching the fight. I don't even have the time to like freaking, you know, like uh, uh, find a stream of it and watch it, you know, while it's streaming, you know, online or whatever. I'm not going to watch it. Like, I'm tired. 65-61, Blake Griffin. I'll, I'll, I'll find the highlights in the morning. They'll, they never block the highlights. You can find the highlights everywhere. They don't care about the highlights. Like, 24 hours, or not even 24 hours, but, like, literally, like, minutes after the, not minutes, but hours after the fight is over, like, you can find clips of, like, the majority of the fight, or at least the good parts, excuse me, of it literally, like, a couple of hours after. And then on top of that, people, because they're going to, be talking about the fight are then gonna freaking like literally post highlights of it tomorrow morning to run with the news. So it's like I'm I'm gonna find highlights of it to re, you know, regardless. 65 61 drew holiday with the ball drew holiday pulls up for a three. No good 65 61 is still the score. KD to 12 KD backed 12 not KD. 12 back to one. Blake operating. He pulls up. You can't sag off that much. Bang. And he gets a big three. I was like, you can't sag off that much against Blake Griffin. They were essentially daring Blake. They were like, you're not going to hit a big three. Then you're going to hit a big three. He's like, yes, I will. Watch me. Watch me. Giannis drives on the inside. Tries to hit a floater. No good. 68-61. Kyrie with the ball now against Drew Holiday. Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin again with the ball. Blake Griffin finds 12. Finds Ky- Katie. Kyrie, Katie to Kyrie. Kyrie with the big three. No good again. No good again. Drew Holiday with the ball. Drew Holiday gets the deuce. 63 68. Kyrie to 12. 12. Acted like he wanted to pull up. 12 to Blake. Blake back to, uh, to Katie. Katie to 12. 12. To Blake, Blake wants to give it to twelve. Twelve drives on the inside, and he tries to hit a jumper. It's no good. Mm-mm-mm. I'm like, I'm like they're showing the Blake Griffin pull up, pull up jumper. Blake against Brook. They're using. Hey man, oh my God, Blake just pulled up again. It rattles in and out. That should be illegal. It should have counted. If it's rattling in the rim, it should account, close the net, close the goal. And then Blake Griffin tries to get position on Brooke Lopez. They've been very physical down low. I'm like, what are the rest doing? Let him, let him fight. Let him get down there. Let him fight. Let him jockey for a position. Let him jockey. Let him say, hey, we're, we're the big boys down there. Blake gets superior position. That's not a foul. He just gets superior position. What are you doing? a foul on Blake Griffin and it would have been a turnover I'm like what what are the refs doing PJ Tucker pull up jumper oh no that's Corey Middleton no good Blake Griffin regardless ball doesn't lie gets the rebound ironically enough isn't that ironic ball doesn't lie Blake Griffin acted like he wanted to pull up KD against freaking Middleton KD misses his first jumper gets his own rebound and hits the second 70 to 63 Nets are in absolute full control over this basketball game Giannis is on the floor, by the way. And just in case if you're wondering, like 24, is he on the floor? It, it, did did your stupid theory pan out that the freaking Bucks aren't as good with him on the floor offensively as they are? I didn't say they were they were terrible with him off the floor. They were they, uh, defensively, excuse me. I said they're not as good, and it rattles in and out again for Kyrie Irving, and he hits. He should have hit two threes. Misses two threes. They should be up by like 13 points by now. I said it again. It's like they're better defensively with him on the floor than than um, him on the bench, but Giannis is not, like, he's he's not contributing to their offense right now. Like, KD is is contributing with ball movement and drives and kicks and setting screens and all that good stuff, and so is Kyrie as well. Kyrie's getting involved in the screen game as well. It's like, you know, like, like, they gotta freaking do something with Giannis. Giannis with the ball now. Giannis wants to drive. That's an offense foul. They didn't call it. Oy ve, Oy ve. Oh, God. Giannis Antetokounmpo. He does have 21 points. 70 to, uh, 70 to 67. KD with the ball. KD pick and roll to Blake Griffin and that's an easy deuce. 72-67. Giannis with the ball now. Giannis guarded against Bruce Brown. Blake Griffin 15 points, 6 for 11. Doing a fantastic job against... Against um against Giannis. Blake, as soon as I say that, Blake doesn't necessarily... It was a great defense. It was a great possession by Giannis. He gets an easy deuce as well. Not an easy. It was kind of... It was, it was hard. KD wants to drive. KD pulls up instead. KD gets a nice two. 74-69. <clears throat> then I think... The Bucks call a tie Let me sit down. Let me take this opportunity to sit down. Oh, boy. No, <clears throat> oh my God. Oh, gosh. Let me also take a sip of my water. Oh, gosh. Hold on. Oh my gosh, that was so delicious. My throat is like so driving, freaking. I've been freaking screaming for like an hour. Jesus Christ, I gotta, I gotta, I, like, I, I don't know, I don't know. I wish it's like at some point my voice would just my vocal cords chords would just get used to you know me screaming every once in a while. You know how do those screamo guys do it? How do they get like? How did, how did I mean does it it must like irritate their vocal cords a little bit but I mean you know I wonder how they do it you know one of my favorite screamo songs is all that remains by six hold on let me look it up we got time there's a bajillion commercials we got time I'm watching the at and uh, girl deals commercial let me tell you something there's nothing more attractive to me than a uh, a woman breaking down basketball, even if it's not real basketball. I just like her circling X's and O's and I don't know. I don't know. I like her circling X's and O's and pointing to deals, even though it's not real basketball. Even though it's a cheesy advertisement, I'm like, you know, I like it because I like basketball. Where is it? Hold on, all of that. I do got to listen to Mad Villainy as well because it's like, literally, if if Mad Villainy is like actually good, if it's significantly better than I remember it, then I'm a freaking moron that like literally isn't buying an album because of how I remembered it with my teeny tiny little, um, like very early twenties. 24 brain, which now my brain is, like, fully developed, and I can, like, actually kind of comprehensively think about certain things and stuff like that, instead of, like, when I was in my early 20s to really even when I was in my late teens. Hold on. Here's all that remains is six. This is, like, what I want to try and do with my voice. This is, or maybe not what I want to try and do with my voice, but this is what I don't understand why, like, do they get, after they do this, right, do they freaking... Do their vocal cords get scratchy or is it just like soft? I don't know. I've also heard like people who scr- who like sing screamo, like also like sing without screamo. And it sounds awesome. I'm like, how, like, how do they? Here it is. Right? It's like, you know, I would like to, you know, like, I would assume that whoever is the lead singer of All That Remains is able to be able to do that on a night in, night out basis. And, you know, he has to do something to make sure that his vo- vocal cords aren't freaking destroyed. But I'm like, I, w- I would like to know what he does. Listen, listen to how he sings. It is, it is, it is an, a very, very awesome song, by the way. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, 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 hold on. I, I may, I may see the frickin... Sorry about that. I almost saw the uh the freaking the freaking actual score. My bad. My bad if that was also like super loud. It was it was for me because it's like I had to max out my freaking my cell phone's freaking volume. You would think like 24 why wouldn't you just look it up on your freaking computer? It's like I don't know because it's faster to look up on my phone. Jesus Christ. What an awesome song. What an awesome, like, I love the tempo. It goes fast. There's some really, really nice, cool, like, instrument. Like, I don't know what it's called. It's not necessarily a solo, right? It's like it has, it it, it doesn't have any vocals in it. And it and it just lets the band players just shred and, you know, play play the drums and stuff. Like, it's a really, really awesome part. I, I like that song. It was one of my first main introductions to Screamo in heavy metal. Awesome song. Shout out to... All That Remains by Six, but it's a super fucking intense song, like, that, that song, there's a reason why I don't listen to that song, why I don't ris- listen to, like, heavy metal and screamo that much, because it's super fucking intense, you have to, like, really, really like that shit to, like, listen to it on a daily basis, because it's fucking, like, intense, bro, I mean, obviously, like, literally somebody's screaming to a microphone, doing what I am doing, like, for a couple of seconds, but for three to four or five minutes for that song and, um, on beat on rhythm. It's, it's very, very difficult without damaging their vocal cords, by the way, like I do. Kevin Durant now with the ball, 79, 73. And it looks like somebody got fouled again. I'm not, I'm not really, somebody just got fouled. Referees tell me who got fouled. Corey Middleton is He's excited. He's clapping it up. KD. Oh, it's an offensive foul on 20. That's why. You know those things where like players will. Oh no, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't know who got fouled. I like, like, it should have been an offensive foul on, on one of the guards who was setting a screen against Corey Middleton. But it looks like they got somebody else down low against 33, 80 to 73. Yikes. It's starting to become a slacking shellacking not slacking shellacking but I'm guessing something happened down low 80 to 73 with with 33 and like one of the centers or whatever let's see what happens 33 pulls up bang also a quick note right I want to be fair and I talked about it with LeBron when he was playing in the playoffs I talked about it last year when he was in the bubble right I said essentially it's like you know like be careful how you judge an entire series by you know the first game right because there's there's times where teams are just putting out feelers right where teams are just like you know we're gonna we're gonna compete but we're not necessarily gonna do everything we possibly can to try and win this basketball game we're not gonna make like significant adjustments during the game we're just gonna try and see you know what they're doing how they're playing us things of that nature we're gonna Like it's going to be like what Floyd is probably going to do with with Logan Paul. He's probably going to dance around the ring a little bit, take some shots, put out some shots himself and see how he reacts. And then he's going to be like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to make adjustments as I'm sitting in the corner and then we'll freaking come out and we'll have the game plan to destroy Logan Paul. It's kind of like that with this game and with the playoffs, right? Where it's like, you know, everybody maybe like 10 to 15 years ago would go fucking berserk about, you know, a team winning game one or whatever saying, you gotta, you gotta set the tone for the series. And it's like, really, you don't, right? All you have to do is just take one game, one home game, and then boom, the series has now officially swung in your favor, right? Just take one of their home games, right? And it's like, it's kind of why for tonight, it's kind of why for like these higher seeded teams, the pressure is kind of on them. Which is weird. You would think that it would be on the lower-seeded teams, but it's like the reality of the situation is you have like, what is it, like three opportunities to take a home game? Technically four. It depends. It depends on, you know, when you're playing, but you have three or four opportunities to take a home game. You need a home game in a seven-game series. Take one of theirs, you know. Just take one of theirs. It's like for these one-seeded or higher-seeded teams, it's like, all right, you know, you want— you want a home game? Well like like we're we're ready to give it to you. You know? Which is why I'm just like, you know, like it's not as all it's not what it's cracked up to be when it comes to the freaking, to these home seated teams. Because it's like it's exactly what happened in the Atlanta Hawks series against the um the uh, the Knicks, right, Atlanta goes up, they steal one game from uh, the Knicks, everybody from the Knicks fans, they go fucking berserk, so many fucking Knicks fans that I've never seen before in my entire life started to come out of the woodworks, like cockroaches, everybody talks shit about the Cowboy fans, and how fucking bandwagon they are, but it's like literally as soon as the Knicks are in the playoffs, not winning playoff games, they didn't win two playoff games, they won one, they won one playoff game, and everybody fucking lost their mind, right, Knicks fans were talking shit. They were chanting "fuck Trey Young" in the stands. I mean, we went over this. I'm not gonna go over it again. But it's like, you know, the Knicks fans had lost the game, right? They won their second game, and they had fucking gone berserk like they had just won the NBA Finals, right? And then Trey Young's like, "Bro, we're going back home, and we took it. We stole a game from you guys." And then Atlanta was fucking bumping in freaking um in Atlanta, and they were freaking just uncontained. And then freaking the Knicks, they, they got destroyed by Atlanta. Atlanta took the momentum that they had created in Atlanta and in New York back to New York and freaking curb stomped the New York Knicks. At least one team in New York is doing New York City right as they showed not the Brooklyn skyline because there is no Brooklyn skyline for the most part, the Manhattan skyline. They showed it again. It's like, bro, they're, they're not playing in Madison Square Garden. Show Barclays Center. I get it, everybody knows New York for Manhattan, but it's like, bro, like Brooklyn. Brooklyn, we go hard, we go hard. B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N come again. You know. A little bit of Jay-Z. I Jack, I Rob, I sin. Aw man, I Jackie Robinson, but when I run base, I dodge the pen. That was my first time that I heard that song. Brooklyn, we go hard, we go hard. Brooklyn, we go hard, we go hard. That was probably one of the coolest bars I've also ever heard as well. I jack, I rob, I sin. Oh my God, dude. Such a, like, I I mean, freaking, I'm hitting you with so many fucking bars that I'm about to put you in jail. Oh my God. I Jack, I Rob, I sin. Oh, that's a, I'm all oh man, I'm Jackie Robbie, Robinson. Jackie Robinson. Jesus Christ. But when I jump, or it's it's run I I don't think it's jump bass, it's run base. I dodge the pin. Frank's sake. That's such an awesome song. 8680. <clears throat> Oh, God, this isn't going to look pretty. I already saw his elbow was out. You got to keep your base, bro. You got to keep your elbow in. His elbow is always out. Again, like he's freaking doing the chicken dance. Tuck that shit in. Tuck it in like you're tucking in a shirt. Tuck it in, Giannis. His elbows are all over the place. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, if he hits this, I have no idea how he hits this free throw. Is that a white guy? Well, like I, I just saw this guy, right, with all these tattoos. I'm like, is that his family? Like, his, if that's his family, his family looks so much more different than he does. Like, I think, I think it is. Yeah, that's his family. That is. Oh no, I thought he was wearing a Bucks jersey because I thought he was white, or, or not white, but uh, but green. I was like, who's that guy? But then I saw, I see this like black lady, right, with her daughter. Her daughter looks miserable, by the way. The dad looks freaking juiced up. He's from Brooklyn, probably. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like that's 1,000% his kid. You want to know why? She's biracial. I'm like, okay, all right. Like, he looks extremely comfortable, like sitting next to his teenage daughter. He doesn't look that old to me, which is why I'm like, there's no way that's his daughter because he looks super old or not super old, but super young. And she's like a teenager. I was like, nope, that looks like his daughter. Alright, 80, I thought he was a Bucks fan And I was like, oh, that's not good That he's like a Bucs fan Surrounded by a bunch of Nets fans And it's like, nope, he was wearing Brooklyn He reps BK all day Giannis misses another free throw I have no idea how many he's missed Like the thing, by the way Oh wait, Kyrie Hits a big three, corner three And Blake Griffin pushes him off as well As he freaking Um, oh, I mean, it's, it's Brooklyn's night tonight, baby it's Brooklyn's night. Kyrie. It's a big three. Blake Griffin has done an, an absolutely spectacular job, by the way. Spectacular job. So let me kind of like rewind and talk a little bit about the whole like Giannis thing, right? Because I I wanna like make things clear, right? Like, like I because I, I I gave a statement but I and I just said that this will happen and blah 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 blah, but I didn't really articulate it at all, right? So why exactly does Giannis and he just lost a handle. So, why exactly is Giannis, oh, and freaking number 20 has a freaking awesome jam on Giannis, by the way. Hold on. And Travis Scott is in there. Travis Scott, like, every single time, I don't know if, is he a Brooklyn Nets fan? Because it's like, every single, I mean, he's obviously from Houston, but it's like, literally every single time Brooklyn does anything, Travis is literally off of his seat. And everybody freaking goes berserk and the stance. Travis is freaking juiced up about it. I'm like, is is, is he a Brooklyn Nets fan? I don't, I don't know. He looks like it. He looks like it. For show, for show. Jay-Z is giving them a standing ovation as well. All right. All right. That's hard. That's real hard. Do you want to know why? Because Brooklyn goes hard. Anyways, let me articulate myself, right? So, the whole thing about Giannis, right? So, the reason why I said, like, the Bucks aren't as good with Giannis on the floor offensively is because, like, Giannis, Giannis is a very ball-dominant, isolated player who also doesn't distribute the ball that much, right? So, for example, against a player like Blake Griffin, right, he can freaking put hand clamps on him, right? Maybe not hand clamps is the is the best way to describe him because Blake Griffin has popped off for like I think it's like 25 points this game. Hold on, Katie is saying something. What's he saying? Said, Don't take me out. Leave me in oh, Kevin Durant got his fourth personal foul, and the coach is Steve Nash is like, take him out, take him out, and Steve Nash is like, no, you have four fouls, get your ass out of the out of the game, bro. We need you for the fourth, right? But um the reason why like again, the whole like Oh no, Kevin Durant's back in the game. As he should, because he just hit a big jumper as well, 93, 82. Like, the reason why Giannis, like, isn't isn't as impactful as like Trey Young and Dame Dame Lillard is because A, like like I, I talked about it when I was casting the uh the Trailblazers game against the the uh, the Nuggets, right? Like I was like I, I kinda said it facetiously, I was like Damian Lillard is going to have to score like 40 points in this game to be able to win. And he almost did. He almost did. I mean, technically, he almost did both, right? He, he scored um, almost 40 points. Or no, he's I think he scored 40 points and they almost won the game, right? In the case of like Giannis, he's he's at 25. So, he's got time. He's got time. However, more importantly than like the time that he needs to actually score all those points He also needs to, like, get his teammates involved, and he just doesn't have any assists. Like, one thing that's, like, a really, really, like, common lie and kind of well-kept secret is how, like, how great some of these point guards are at distributing the ball. Like, it's, like, everybody's like, oh, man, these point guards today, they're so ball dominant. They score all the points and blah, 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 and they dribble in between their legs a bajillion times. But it's, like, even with Kyrie Irving, right? Like, Kyrie Irving, people would use him as like somebody who would be really, really ball dominant and would dribble a bunch of times. But that's kind of like how the Cavs played, right? Like they were like, yeah, let's give Kyrie his shine and stuff like that. And when LeBron has the ball, LeBron will kind of be that, that, um, that point guard that will distribute and all that good stuff. But with Giannis, for example, like he has good shooters, he has good players around him, but when it comes to actually using them, he, he really can't, he doesn't, He's not very good when it comes to vision. He doesn't have the ability to to really to really be one of those initiators of their of their passing offensively, right? Like it's other players that have to do it, like Drew Holiday and Brooke Lopez and like all these other players. But if it's him, then it's like, oh no, this isn't this isn't good for him, right? His vision is isn't the best. And then he he loses the handle as well. So it's like you kind of have to get him in these very, very specific situations, and he's not a great three point shooter to essentially be like, yeah, we're going to have him be, and they don't use, here's the thing, right? In a, in a, in a, in a, game that's dominated by like screens and stuff like that. Like he doesn't, th- this is probably the main point and it should have been the first, I apologize. In like an era of basketball that's dominated by screens and stuff like that. He doesn't both use screens that much and set screens that much as well. Like, it's very, very weird. Maybe I'm tripping on that. But, like, watch some of his games. And it's, like, he'll essentially be, like, by himself on the weak side. And, like, everybody will be on the strong side. Like, setting screens, baseline, setting screens. Like, it, it's essentially some of the screens that happen on the weak side would then happen on the strong side. It's 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 very, very weird, you know, to watch the Bucks' offense. And it's kind of, like, why I always talk about where I'm, like, you know, it's almost like they have to freaking, like, have their offense – essentially like ignore Giannis sometimes where they're just like, yeah, we, we get it. He's on the floor, but we have to ignore him. Right. And it's just, I think he's a really, really awesome defensive player plus an offensive player when it comes to rebounding and stuff like that. And yes, like, uh, like rebounding is one of those weird statistics where it's both a offensive and a defensive statistic, but it's like for somebody who's a big man, he doesn't really like there's, there he goes in the pick and roll, but he travels. That's, that's, That's a perfect perfect like literally it's almost as if I set it up myself like literally he gets involved in the pick and roll right he gets involved in the screen game right he doesn't really he doesn't set the screen he has the ball the the guard sets the screen for him and he gives the ball to the guard hold on let me rewind and it's with Jew holiday it's like you would think that these guys these guys would be like you know buddy buddies know, that these guys would set a bajillion screens. Hold on. I got to rewind. My DVR is tripping, tripping. Give me like a second. I got to see this play again. Giannis has the ball. He gets the screen. My Drew Holiday against, oh no, he sets the screen for Drew Holiday, but he travels. And it's like, that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. He just, he, he does not know how to properly operate in the screen game. And it's like it literally happened like right on cue as I was talking about like him mishandling the basketball and stuff like that. It's like he just didn't know it. And it's like literally the foundation of like basketball. Like it's like, oh, like like how good is your offense is dictated by how you use screens and things of that nature. And it was just like, OK, um, I like he's he's not very good at using the screen. At using screens. and he gets fouled or he fouls Katie because he got his hands in the cookie jar which i'm not really sure about his on ball like when when he is isolated defensively i'm not really sure about his on ball defense as well cuz it's like that's a common mistake when it, when it's like you're you're trying to you know you're essentially it's not hand checking cuz you can't necessarily like 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 you you can you can technically like put your hand on somebody, right? You can technically do that, but like you can't, but it's like if they get in the shooting motion, then it's a foul, right? It's a foul. Like we know this, right? Like every, when everybody says like hand checking is dead in the NBA, it's, it's not necessarily correct because there is still hand checking, but it's, but you can't, for, for example, put your fucking face or hand, excuse me, on somebody's face. That's a stupid rule. 98-82, by the way. That's a stupid role that was built in, like, the 80s and the 90s for, like, people who were terrible at defense. Like, even as a kid, I didn't fucking hand-check ever because I was actually good at playing fucking defense, right? However, like, when you are hand... when Like, hold on. Let me make sure I'm actually, like, talking about this correctly, right? I'm sorry that I'm not casting the game, but I, I just want to make sure that I, like, understand what hand-checking is, right? Sometimes I use things out of context. Hand check. Trying to find it here. Hand checking, a defender may not place and keep his hand on an opponent unless he is in the area near the basket with his back to the basket. But you see a lot of this, like, hand checking is like, you see a lot of this in the league and everywhere else. Like, they're showing Stephen Curry hand check, like, John Wall, and it's not a foul, right? I don't know. It's, it's super subjective. It's not like, hold on, let me read the rest of it. A defender may momentarily touch an opponent. Here we go with his hand anywhere on the court as long as it does not affect the opponent's movement, speed, quickness, balance, rhythm. So you can still hand check. Like hand check isn't dead, but it's it's kind of like it's kind of like if you're a DB and you're not necessarily it's not like a jam where you're trying to like disrupt them off their route, right? It's more along the lines of trying to guide them and kind of like to stay with them and using your hands to try and like stay on somebody, right? Which is in my opinion a way better way of playing defense because it actually will like weed out the people that will just fucking like jam you like you're there in the NFL instead of people that are actually like demonstrating actual technique when it comes to basketball. Right. I I like the new rule change. People are going to bitch about it. I don't really care, but you can still fucking like hand check. You can still like kind of mark your defender, I guess is, is the way that I would describe it. I think it's, I think that's what they call it in soccer where you're kind of just like following a guy around with the ball. You're marking him. You can kind of do – you can definitely do that in basketball, right? But it's like – and I and I went on a diatribe about hand-checking and all this other stuff. But it's like essentially what I was talking about in this all started with like Giannis essentially like, you know, hand-checking KD, right? Where he was like – where he was, you know, like essentially putting out his hand to feel out where KD was going. KD was like, oh, you're going to put out – you're, you're going to reach into the cookie jar? I'm going to swing – I'm going to get into the shooting motion. Bang, that's a foul. Boom, that's easy money. Like, I don't like hand like, – like, no old player can ever tell me, like, hand-checking is, like, a good thing defensively. It's like it teaches terrible technique. It's a lazy, terrible way to play defense. I hate it. There's no freaking way on this planet that any old-ass person can ever convince me that hand-checking, like, that they did in the 90s was, like – or or before that – was like smart defense. It was just that you were allowed to do shit that is just ridiculous. It's like, all right, this is, this is getting to the point where offensive players can't fucking move if they're getting pushed around by the defense. And it's like, what do you want the offense to do? Push the defense around? Literally one ball is on the hand. It, it, oh my God. That's how fucked up my brain is. That's how much my wires have been crossed. One ball is on the hand. What? One hand is on the ball, excuse me. It's like one hand is on the ball. What do you want them to do? Hand check them back, push the shit out of that. But, like, 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 oh, my God. Like, I, I don't, I don't want to get into it. Anyways, 98-84 is the score right now. In the fourth quarter, I went on a god-awful or god-long uh, hand-checking thing, right? I mean, I did it as a kid. I hand-checked. But, I like, I never like it's so weird how much old ass like i I complain about old nBA players because they ruin watching the sport because they just don't have any insight on it. um they don't have any like like draymond Green is awesome because it's like, oh, this is a fresh face. this is somebody who's insightful and intelligent and and um and knowledgeable about the modern game. and you hear people talk about fucking hand checks as if it's like. It's just like it's bad defensive technique. It's like there's so many different ways for you to literally do something something better than hand-checking that's fair for the offense and for the defense. And some people are going to complain about how much the offense is capable of doing things. Well, guess what, buddy? It's a double-edged sword. The opposition gets to do a lot to your defense, but you get to do a lot to their offense. It's like get fucking better at offense. Like every league gets better at offense. Get fucking better at offense. I don't know. I don't know why this is so difficult. It's like if you suck at offense and you're trying to invest in defense, like that won't fucking work in today's NBA. Get better at offense. Stop trying to act like this is 1975 and defense is the way to win championships. Like dudes are scoring 140 points a night sometimes. It's like get better at defense or offense, excuse me. The Nets are up 101 to 86 right now. I mean, it's ball game. Absolutely ball game right now. I'm a man of my word. I'll. Change over, excuse me, as soon as uh, the Nets, ooh, KD, not KD, Brooklyn, not Brooklyn, oh my God, Blake misses a wide open three, I'll change over once um the Nets are up by 20, oh no, Giannis, he looked like he was holding his right ankle, Giannis gets up, he's kind of feeling out his right ankle, he slips, it's definitely not a defensive foul, he holds his right ankle. Yeah, that's definitely not a defensive foul. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe it is. I may need to see it again. It doesn't matter either way. Looks like it's a foul. Yep, on the Nets. 101-86. Remember how I talked about how Giannis just doesn't help out his offense? Or not helps out, excuse me. Blake just, oh my God, fucking Blake Griffin just came over and stripped Brooke Lopez. Jesus Christ. This is an awesome game by Blake Griffin. Sorry about that. Anyways, um, what was I, ta- I, was, what was I talking about again? I was talking about like Giannis and the Nets and all this other stuff. <clears throat> oh, yeah, I was talking about I was essentially inferring like how Giannis isn't helping out his uh, his defense at all or his offense. Excuse me. Yeah. I mean, there you go again. Blake Griffin isolated him again turnover again by Giannis and it's just not fucking working you know like Blake is all over him and again like that's fucking what I'm talking about like like you can and and again that's that is textbook what I'm talking about with just like using your hands to essentially like mirror your opponent right and it's it's what you see DBs do in the NFL all the fucking time right where they just will they won't jam you they won't freaking like hit you right they'll freaking feel you out it sounds weird but bear with me they'll freaking like use their hands to try and figure out where your body is going right and they'll mirror it as you're as you're like moving as as their hands are moving with your body right I don't know what it's called I just I'll call it marking right and freaking it's exactly what Blake Griffin is doing against Giannis on this play where And I get it, he's in the post, and you can be a lot more physical down there, but it's essentially the same concept, right? Where Blake is freaking just using his hands to figure out where Giannis's body is going. And it's just, it's awesome defense. And as, as Giannis is moving, so is Blake, and that's just such a, and he, he, he just doesn't get his hands in the cookie jar. He uses his hands enough to feel out where he's going, and once he's got him, he just puts his hands down because he's like, all right, he puts his hands up, so that way his hands don't get caught in the cookie jar, and that's just great defense by Blake Griffin. Great defense. Blake Griffin is having a fantastic game tonight. Like I like like stat sheet wise, and also like also um like um defensively as well. And Giannis's scoreboard, it's it's gonna say like Giannis has a bajillion points. Um, that doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm like it doesn't matter because he. His, his team was crippled offensively by him and they couldn't stop the uh, the Brooklyn Nets excuse me I mean the Brooklyn Nets technically weren't even at full strength tonight how's that not a foul I don't know let me tell you something Blake Blake is doing a fuck ton of dirt, dirty work right now Kyrie drives oof nice feed to Bruce Brown Woof. oof let me check in on James Harden it's one oh I mean technically it's they're up by fifteen. Let me take a gander. I'm I can guess that uh Brooklyn's gonna win. Let me check in on James Harden. Is he out for the series? He out. Uh. mm. Steve Nash just said post game that he doesn't know if if um James Harden is going to be available for game 2, which fucking sucks. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, sorry about that. Hold on. Sorry about that. Anyways, um I was reading I was like reading a tweet. I apologize for that. Um anyways, as I was Oh my god, my voice is like shot right now. It's like fucking It's fucking destroyed. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I apologize for that. Um what was I talking about? Oh yeah, I was talking about I think I was talking about like Giannis and how he isn't positively affecting his offense, but we've kind of been over it kind of been over it but I also kind of wanted to prevent not prevent but kind of present the concept of Giannis right I think what I don't know who the GM of the Bucks was but I like what they did right I liked the mindset but the execution of it the execution of what they did was perfect right uh, this offseason or the off season before that essentially what they said was all right we have some really really nice players in Giannis and Corey Middleton let's surround Giannis with some more players right And those, oh my God, Brooklyn Nets fans are fucking going insane right now. I don't know what they're doing. What are they doing? Jesus Christ. Uh, Hey man, let me tell you something. Brooklyn Nets fans are fucking going in fucking sane right now. Anyways, um, sorry about that. Uh, what was I talking about? Oh, my God. I, I'm losing my train of thought so many times. I apologize. I was talking about because the game's essentially over with. We got, like, eight minutes left in the fourth quarter, but Brooklyn's going to win. Uh, it's 103-88, by the way, so Bro- Brooklyn's almost up by 20. And KD just checked in. But I was talking about what the Bucks GM had did this offseason, right? Because I wanted to talk about it because I think that it's, like, Super, super important to understand, right? The Bucks GM, it looks like to me, had said Giannis, it, it, like, it looks like, it, like it looks like this is what they did execution-wise. It looks like essentially what they did was they said, you know what, Giannis is our guy. Giannis is a super mobile athletic powerhouse of a rim protector and a really, really good defensive player. He's a really, really great isolation player as well. What we can do with Giannis, let me type in some homework that I have to do tonight or tomorrow, Denver Broncos. I'm like, I got to do some homework tonight on the Denver Broncos. But what what the Bucks GM essentially said, not Tampa Bay, but Milwaukee Bucs, had essentially said was he was like, listen, Giannis just had five points, man. It's 93-105 now. Like he had scored a really, really nice deuce. And then he just hit a big three. So now Giannis is like, I'm going to fucking do everything myself, I guess. But what the Bucks GM had essentially said was he essentially said, hey, guys, listen, we're going to freaking, what we're going to do is we're going to freaking get Giannis, PJ Tucker, Forbes, the shooter from the Spurs who I really, really liked, um, and Drew Holiday as well because – he needs shooters so that way when we're isolated. Oh god, that's a nice pass by by freaking Kyrie Irving to KD. That's like the LeBron James Dwayne Wade um, pass where Dwayne Wade throws like a no-look pass to LeBron and freaking puts his hands up and LeBron freaking is seen. It's the it's the one that you've seen where LeBron is like still framed in the Tomahawk is about to fucking jam it. And then everybody in the stadium just fucking goes absolutely insane. Of course they do. They're juiced up about it. Why? Why wouldn't they go insane? But to kind of commentate on what I was talking about a little bit earlier, earlier on with the Bucks GM and Giannis, it looks like the plan was, hey, we got Giannis. Let's freaking use him, right? Let's get him all of these wing players, these perimeter players, and things of that nature. And, um, what we'll do is we'll have him, we'll have him essentially like kick the ball outside when he's isolated. So that way, you know, if they trap or if they play good defense or whatever on him, excuse me. And so, and also by the way, Drew Holiday can freaking be involved, um, with, um, with being ball dominant and we can get, you know, Giannis on the screen game and things of that nature. The uh, the score goes up. By the way, they go up 109-93 after Giannis had hit five consecutive points. But that's exactly my point, right? Like they get Giannis involved, right, for five points, and it's like it's like wow, like they're the the Bucks are coming back, right? And then fricking the Nets, they shut them down defensively, and then the Nets turn it on and they freaking score like I think six points or something like that, right? It's 109-93. They're up by an even bigger margin. Of, uh, of, uh, they're, they're up by a big, yeah, a bigger margin right now, um, than when Giannis, before he scored his five points. And that's exactly my point. It's like Giannis misses a two, the Nets are freaking on fire. They score a nice, easy two. And then it's just like, wow, like we got to fucking call a timeout. Let me take a swing. Mm. Hold on. Let me finish off this, Dr. Pepper. Sorry about that, but it's like essentially what what the Bucs saw in Giannis. Everybody sees in LeBron. This like super mobile, big, athletic, uh, power forward slash center um, that has a lot of upside and a lot of promise. The problem is Giannis is playing like he's nineteen, like like he's in nineteen eighty five. Great basketball player, but again, the problem is just his style of play doesn't fucking translate to what's going on right now so it's like they've got him all these awesome players these awesome shooters and Giannis it looks like just turned the ball over again and again it was on Drew Holiday like Drew Holiday was trying to get a screen by Giannis and Giannis was trying to pass off the ball to Drew Holiday and they just lost the handle it was just a badly executed play and it's just like he just doesn't like, he just... They don't use him in the screen game. And, and it's like, yeah, use him in the isolation game. Yeah, watch as the Nets will just use ball movement and screens and, like, modern offensive attacks. And Giannis doesn't really attack the board as much as you would want to, want him to as, like, a power forward slash center, whatever you want to call him, right? Some people are going to, like, maybe disagree with me on that, but it's it's very, very true. And it's, again, it's like like on the ensuing series where Giannis attacks the board and gets a two, like the Nets, they swing the ball around the perimeter after KD drives and he finds Blake Griffin and Blake Griffin finds like Kyrie and Kyrie swings it again and then like they find the open man and it's great ball movement and it's just like, you know, it's just one of those things that it's just like one team is playing significantly better than the other and the other team has a player that his play style doesn't suit the way that they want to play, right? And it kind of sucks, you know. For them, not for me. <laughs> like I, it it does not suck whatsoever for me. It's fantastic. However, for them, it it's not very good. But yeah, you know, just some insight on things. <clears throat> but I mean, Giannis just doesn't play the way that every other modern NBA team does in the Bucs they don't play that way as well and I mean they got to get screens involved in their offense bro with Giannis he's got to be the guy that's getting the screen or like what I kind of wondered like this is just me personally right what I wonder right because right now Giannis is on the floor right now and he just drives by himself finally he kicks to Middleton who misses a three it's a little bit too late But it's, like, what I never understood because this is what the – like, I would just steal Laker plays, right? Like, the Lakers do it all the time with LeBron and, like, LeBron – like, even Jokic. Like, Jokic gets involved in the screen game sometimes as the screener, sometimes as the guy who gets the screen, right? And it's, like, LeBron gets screens from AD, AD gets screens from LeBron. Like, who's their center again? I forgot who their center is. They have, like, two centers. They have Marc Gasol. And Andre Drummond. And it's, like, sometimes it's, like, Andre Drummond who, gets, who gives the screens and, and, like, things of that nature. Like, um, sometime, like, like just steal, like, Laker and, and Nuggets plays. And it's just, like, I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand what they're doing. And the Nets have finally fucking turned it on, by the way, right? Their shooters are shooting. They're getting really, really awesome threes, right? And some really, really nice ball movement is occurring, right? Like, Kyrie passed up a big two to pass it to um, to 12 in the corner for a big three, and it's just like, wow. It's like one, again, like one team is playing the way that they wish the other team was playing. Or one team, yeah, no, 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 no. The Nets are playing essentially the way that the Bucks GM wants the Bucs to play. Anyways. one <clears throat> They're doing it without James Harden, by the way, as well. Let me listen to this. Hold on. on James Harden giving me an update essentially it's the exact same thing James Harden is getting an MRI there's one game in between game one and game two obviously they played today on Saturday technically it's 1230 so it's Sunday they played today on Saturday or Sunday. They're going to play again on Monday. I don't know if he'll be back. I don't think they need him back. I don't think they need him for this series. Like take as much time as James Harden needs cuz I don't I don't think they fucking need him. Like looking at the Bucks, you can tell that they fucking like Giannis just had 30 points and it's a fucking blowout, you know? It's a literal it's 115 to 96. They have not been able to stop them defensively at all. And their offense has like looked so jagged at times, and I mean we've covered it to near to like death, where it's like it, like we've covered the the Bucks offense like like Brook Lopez is looking around like fuck we're not gonna win this series at all. We're probably gonna get swept, or maybe they'll take a game. Maybe we'll see. Like like if the Bucks can pop off a bunch of threes and like Giannis can get like thirty points, then yeah like yeah like you're gonna have like awesome nights of shooting with the box, right? But will they be able to do that for the entire series? I I don't know. We'll see. Katie is looking at the refs. He's like, bro, what like what are you guys doing? I I don't really know, Katie. I'm not sure myself. One fifteen ninety eight. KD. KD. Oh, no. That's an offensive screen on Blake Griffin. Three minutes, 17 seconds left. That guy looks like DK Metcalf. Oh, that's Giannis Antetokounmpo's brother. 43. So, they have two Antetokounmpo's. Yeah. (laughs) Blake Griffin is like, he flopped. And he did. (laughs) He did. Wait, are they putting all of their bench players on the floor? The Nets should, on their next, on their next dead ball. Oh, KD freaking slides on the ground for a freaking rebound. Jesus Christ. Giannis. He's going to take a seat. Like, Steve Nash, just get all your starters off the floor, man. They've done a fantastic job. The Bucs are essentially waving the white flag and saying, we concede. And it's like the Nets are like, we're going to still score on you guys. But I would, I mean, the Bucks have like, not the Bucs, the Nets have two timeouts. It's 98-115, like get all of your freaking players off the floor. Anyways, I'm not going to ho- hold you for too long. The Bucks have waved the white flag. All of their starters are essentially off the floor or all of their main starters are off the floor. Like Corey Middleton, PJ Tucker, um, I don't know if Forbes starts, but he's there on the floor as well. Um, Giannis is off; like everybody's off. Like I, I'm kind of surprised that Steve Nash isn't calling a timeout and saying, "Hey guys, we're gonna get every, we're gonna get all of our starters back. Um, second and third string guys, you're now on the floor and you're gonna be playing." I don't really know why, but regardless, that's been the podcast. We kind of dissected Giannis Antetokounmpo's game in the Bucks game like a frog they're going to, I mean, I don't know how many series they've been. I don't know how many times it's been since he won the MVP that they're going to get kicked out in the second round or even in the first round, but it's essentially going to, oh no! here, here come the relievers here. They all come. Essentially, it's going to be the exact same thing, right? Where, where, um, hold on. Yeah. So essentially, sorry about that. So essentially, right. It's going to be like every single year with the Bucs, right? The Bucks run into a good playoff team and they lose to said good playoff team, right? And you're going to see that once again today or in this game or in this series, excuse me. It, it's, I don't know if it's going to be a sweep. I'm not going to go as far to say it's going to, uh, to be a sweep. However, I think they're going to take one game. Maybe in by they, I mean the, uh, the, uh, the Bucks. I don't think they're so freaking terrible that they won't be able to call, not to call, but to get one game from the Bucks. Anyways, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. This has been Twenty Fours Podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. I am peacing out. I will be watching Floyd versus, I got to type this in before I, hold on, I got to type this in to another... To another tab, here we go, hold on, wait, I actually wanna, I have so many freaking tabs on my computer, hold on, let me freaking type in, what is it, bucks versus nets, I have to look up something, uh, later on, but, um, oh my god, my brain just farted, again, oh my god, am I, like, I'm freaking having these, like, huge mental lapses, Jesus Christ, sorry about it, but, um, Freaking. Anyways, um, oh my god, what was I talking about? I was just about it in the podcast. I don't know what's going on with me right now. Anyways, I'm piecing out. Um, I'll see you tomorrow for not Floyd and and um and Logan Paul, but for um kind of a wrap up, a wrap up. Excuse me of what's going on in the week. The Nets, all of the starters are coming off the floor. They're getting standing ovations because they freaking destroyed Milwaukee. It wasn't even close. It wasn't even, like, that close. The scoreboard kind of, like, says, oh, they were only down by, like, 15 points. But it's, like, really, this game, it, was, it wasn't it was that close. Like, they could have and should have lost by, like, 20 to 25 points because James Harden didn't play tonight. Maybe even 30 points. Again, like, sweep, one game. And that's if James Harden doesn't play. Anyways, I'm piecing out. I'll see you tomorrow for the wrap-up of the week, and we'll probably get into Hawks and um, 76ers. I'll see you later.